Welcome to the new nurse podcast. I'm Nurse Meg. And I'm Nurse M. Oh, hi. This sounds really echoey. Does it sound echoey on your end? No. Okay, good. It sounds normal. Okay, good. The area I'm in just, um, I can almost hear myself. So I just want to make sure oh. that it sounds okay for you. No, it sounds totally fine on my end. Okay, but beautiful. But want to go elsewhere so that it's not annoying? Well, like, I think as you? long no, I think I can handle it because okay. I have explored many options and this was my best one. So this is what we got. All right. Well, What's, what is up, Meg? Hi, hi, the new nurse family. It feels like it's <laughs> been a minute, Em. <laughs> it really has. Um, so Em was away with her um, youth group and then it perfectly dovetailed to me being away um with like eight youth groups at uh, at a bible camp in ohio for the week so which looked um, beautiful by the way it was absolutely incredible um as many of these types of trips are it was super filling and super wonderful and new family and you know yeah all the great things about being in the family of jesus um can you anyway. share it all about this particular, because I've never heard of one that was like a combo one like this. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've been doing this for like a million years. I literally think the camp started in like 1905 or something. And the space is predominantly United Methodist. Okay. But now like it's just, I mean, all of these churches come. And like I said, there was like, I don't even know, eight or 10 different churches represented, I believe. Um, and so it was a total of like 150 people and um, mainly we were with the the senior high, but there's also some middle, middle schoolers. And so it's just yeah. really, it was really cool. Like a lot of the people that we were with were like, you know, they were there in camp as kids and now they've come back as youth leaders, awesome. um, bringing their own kids, right? Like super, super cool. And was so. there a topic for the week? Yeah, so T and I were teaching on Go, making disciples of all the nations. So love it. It was really great. We got a chance to, um, we did like a 45-minute teaching sesh in the morning. And then in the evening, we did what TJ has dubbed the review preview. So we (laughs) talked about um, what we discussed for the day. And then we prepped them for like what's coming tomorrow kind of thing so super Love fun it. whoever jumps up and screams review preview first but not before us but the minute that we say it the first person that says it they win their favorite box of like sugary breakfast cereal so, Love it. yeah so the competition was like um it was it was pretty intense <laughs> as you know it could be with uh, high schoolers of course. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. So we kind of missed some time with our new nurse fam because um, I thought that I was going to have a little bit more availability and it's totally cool that we didn't. But it looks like, I mean, Em, you and I kind of say this every time, like when we look at the numbers on our podcast, it seems like our fam is catching up on other episodes when we're not able to get a new one out there on a Monday. So love that. Love that fam. A1's over here. Um, How are you doing? How was your week? Huh? Um, Busy. And you know, I know we're going off the idea of 
continuing on the idea of confidence in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, and we are hoping to target um, something that I'm not sure if many listeners struggle with, but we'd love to hear if you do, um, is confidence for the um, confidence for the confident However, on days that you just might not feel confident, if that tongue twister <laughs> makes sense. So I know that's our focus, but, you know, I also feel like in the way the world is, um, for us deep feeling empathetic nursing professionals or just healthcare professionals, um, it's heavy right now. And I don't know if everyone else is feeling that, um, are yeah. you saying, especially with like the decision of, um, yeah. Roe v. Wade? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is really heavy. I mean, if you step in any, and I have deemed today that I'm taking a little social media hiatus because it's heavy anywhere and especially in the social media world. So here's your um, reminder that you didn't need that you can take a break from social media entirely because your girl over here is about to do that because it's just too heavy for this heart. So I just said that to T, you know, because I was away for the week. And very focused on um, staying, like, super present with God and just being available for the students there. Like, I just wasn't on my phone much at all. Yeah. And so to the point that when I actually called, actually, um, our friend Heidi, um, she said to me, you probably haven't even heard the news. And I was like, oh, gosh, like, what happened? What did I miss? And so she was the one that told me about um, – the Supreme Court decision. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to be ignorant. Like, I don't want to not know what's going on in broad strokes in our country and our world, even just that way I know how to like pray. Mm -hmm. Um, But it had been very refreshing to be away from all of that for like a week. Like truly, I was saying that to T just this morning, like, you know what? It's really nice. I need to be quick not to be like running back to it because I really you and I always say that, I'm like, I always feel better off of social media. There's mm-hmm. almost never been a day that I'm like, thank goodness I was on social media. I feel so much better. It brought so much to, I mean, yeah. sometimes it can be a good speaker. We love our, we love like our Joe Saxton's and our Lisa's and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like that stuff is good. But again, I don't need like hours of that. You know, yes. that would be like a 15 minute, like check-in yes. kind of thing. Right. Um, and then I can say that because I had heard about that decision, which I'm glad that was shared with me while I was at camp, T and I at the closing ceremonies ended up having a student come to us just in tears, heartbroken, 15 years old. And she was scared out of her mind because she has a medical condition that she is more likely to have an ectopic pregnancy. And she was like, not fully understanding, like, the depth and breadth of what this um, decision will mean. And so it kind of reminded me that nothing is ever as black and white as it seems. Amen. She she was afraid that she could potentially get pregnant at some point in her life and have her own life be on the line Mm -hmm. and not be in a situation that she could actually take care of herself or make a decision Mm -hmm. where, you know, she wasn't going to, and obviously that's terrifying as an adult. It's really terrifying at 15. And so, Mm You and know, how as, wise with a 15 year old? I know. So as a nurse, like I talked to her about that and, and whatnot, but I was just like, you know what, God, thank you for the healthy reminder that this is not nearly as black and white. And like you yes. were kind of saying, I'm like, we just need to carry a lot of grace and love 
yeah. to these conversations with people. Yeah. And I don't think we always need to be heard. Mm. You know, I wow. just feel like first off, it's okay to not be okay with all of this. And I mean, I literally, I told my husband this morning, I like cried halfway to work. I mean, I'm also hormonal and emotional, but I don't, I don't <laughs> think that would have changed anything to be honest. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I'm realizing that a lot of these times I feel like as believers, we will do way more doing way less. <laughs> so yeah. Wise. Yeah. Wise. Anywho. So talk to me about um, being confident for the, the confidence for the confident person. I, <laughs> I feel like we talked about it a little bit. Or I, yes. Because last week or two weeks ago two now, weeks I ago. guess. Um, and it was proven even this week when I grabbed the mic a significant chunk of time. Oh, yeah. That's a great um, bridger too. Heart, well, you know, and it was a little bit different because obviously it's not just within an academic Mm-hmm. standpoint it's you know preaching and bringing mm-hmm. the word of god and mm-hmm. so i am very well aware in the bible there's a book called james and they talk about the responsibilities of teachers that were kind mm-hmm. of held to a higher accountability and so at one point i was talking with the pastor who um, oversees this camp and he's like 78 now um, still plays ice hockey. Oh my gosh, Em, you would love him. Amazing. Um, incredible. He is wonderful. I was like, how many of those teeth are your own? And he was like, none of, <laughs> none of them. <laughs> but he was said to me, he said, every time I get on stage, I am nervous. Mm-hmm. I am very well, well aware of my position. And the day that I am no longer nervous is the day that I will be done. Oh, and carrying that into real life, healthcare. Yes, girl. Like, seriously. Like, I just feel like there's, there's, you know, you meet those experienced nurses and a lot of them will say nothing shakes me up anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. but if they were to see something out of their norm, I I'm sure it would at least make them question or slight. I don't want to say nervous, but if you're not a neuro nurse and you get a EBD drain or a lumbar drain, you know, you have to like really remind yourself. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure there's a time and place for everything, but I think that can, that direct quote from that amazing 70 year old um, could be wisdom for, for any of us and a great reminder. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that too, and I'm sure as for our listeners, like your confidence can weigh really heavily off of your environment. You know, as nurses, we have to be really hyper aware of everything that's going on around us. And a lot of things that occur um, depend heavily on your team that day or the support yeah. you feel from your team. Yeah. Or I even notice myself, like if I'm in a little station with like really experienced nurses that are the ones that say they never get nervous to anything, I, t- I, my confident self takes a back burner because they more fluently as, I mean, I've been a nurse seven years and I would consider myself a confident nurse and not in a way that I know everything, but in a way that if I don't know, I know where to go and I know when to halt. Yeah. And so, but I still go home not feeling like I'm this experienced nurse because I was just shown all day long for 12 hours what 30 plus years of experience 
looks like for a seven-year nurse. And I think it's a great humbling place to be, but there's also a balance in remaining confident in that and not letting it destroy you or us being hard on ourselves. And I think that's where this topic kind of hit home for me within the past couple of weeks, um, confidence-wise, because I think a lot of us would deem ourselves confident. Um, And I think even some of our new nurses, I think I've seen some really great new nurses easing into the graduate new nurse um, area. And a lot of them, I mean, not to say like a lot of them do struggle with confidence, but some of them really don't. And, you know, these little reminders that you can be a confident nurse, but some days you just aren't a hundred percent. And I think that's totally fine to like realize and empathize with yourself with. Yeah. I hope that's making sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And I think that it's like a really needed reminder um, because we are okay to be human. Yeah. Which is kind of what you're saying, right? Even if you are the charge nurse, even if you're in more of a leadership role, it's okay to need to step away. It's okay to um, suggest or remind people, you know, or ask a question or to say like, yeah, just not really sure about that. Like, let me get back to you on that. And I honestly think so many times that we are definitely watched in our behaviors and our responses And Mm -hmm. so even in those seasons where we maybe are feeling like less than or drained or just exhausted, like that's okay too. I think it's really beautiful, you know, from a Jesus standpoint, we talked a lot this week about how Jesus is our strength and only in Jesus are we ever doing like the amazing work, like he's working in us and through us. And that those failures and limitations are kind of beautiful because it continues to remind us that it's not us. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be us. Mm-hmm. Even if we are a very confident individual, um, as a believer, I would still say, you spoke to it like two weeks ago, like Meg, but I would say that your confidence is rooted in Christ. Like we still should be able to be humble enough to say, even if I'm confident, even if I do a certain area really well, um, like let's not let pride creep into that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We can, Mm -hmm. we can absolutely say like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I can do that thing well, or that I don't necessarily struggle in that specific area, but to even stay humble enough, um, Mm -hmm. to recognize that there will be other people who are not feeling as confident in that area. And that's okay too. So, um, I think sometimes, especially as we get more years under our belt, we sort of get more stressed out and put more pressure on ourselves at times Mm, that we need to have all the answers Mm -hmm. or that when we miss something, you know, that you just feel like, man, that was like a little thing. How in the world did I miss that? Right. Again, you're human and that's totally okay. Right. Right. And I think even to bring it full circle, you know, we're relating it to our faith as we really like to do a lot of the time and like our, with our profession. And I tell, I talked with my youth kids about this several times um, because I think the youth group that we have now, um, our little group is very 
they're, they're big in their hearts on evangelizing. And so um, I think that desire can spread like wildfire as well. So with that, we've talked about how if you go up to someone and they're, you know, even if you're thinking about like, sometimes I compare, and this is not to say apples for apples, but as in like an analogy um, or like a metaphor is like, if you have a really good hair product, like I just started using Olplex and I'm just saying, like, I want to tell everyone that my <laughs> hair feels freaking great. Like, yeah. Olaplex is rocking it. And I was really impressed with them. So, like, shouldn't you want to share the same thing about Jesus? And if someone came up to me and they're like, eh, I mean, this Olaplex for my hair is, like, subpar. I'm not sure how I feel. Or, like, I'm just not really sure and didn't have input at all. Like, I'm obviously not going to go out and buy Olaplex. Like, right. same thing with Jesus with your face. Like, but to an extent that if someone says, well, what are the products in Olaplex? And you're like making up stuff. It's like, then I buy the bottle. And I'm like, this is all wrong. <laughs> like, you know, there's a, there's a state place to also step back as a nurse, as a Christian and relating it full circle to what we began speaking about with Roe versus Wade. Um, you know, I think I, I try to really ground myself in, yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm a biblicist or an aspiring biblicist first. Mm. And so like this morning as I'm driving to work and I'm really just like lamenting, to be honest with Jesus, it's like, okay, but I actually can't say, and I'm working, I'm still working through my Bible in a year plan, but I can't say besides Psalm, I think it's 139, that I've really truly read anything about like what I would say to someone if they said, well, where does it talk about abortion in the Bible? I can't say I'd be able to pick out a verse and say it besides Psalm 139. Mm. So for me, like, I would literally, I was practicing in my head if someone would ask me that, not that anyone has or that they necessarily will, but I would have to say, you know what? I don't know. And I'll get back to you on that. And I think we mm -hmm. hear that, but it's really hard to do it in something where you feel like you have to fake your confidence, such as being a nurse or such as being a Christian, because we've done this for this many years. We've been born into a Christian family or we haven't. And we're just now really strong in our faith. And we feel like we have to have this confidence. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that there is a time and a place for everything, but um, yeah, don't, you know, we want what the confident person is exemplifying. And by confident, I mean humility, because we know that humility is like a humble confidence, right? Um, so yeah, I just think that's huge. If I think of anyone like mentor wise, um, if I think of Meg or our friend Heidi, they they are proud of what they know and don't know, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think when you said earlier about, like, being okay to not say anything, yes. I think, like, what you're saying right now is that sometimes in our spaces, we feel like we have to have an answer Yes. for everything immediately, and it, you're right, you're so right, Em, like, it's sometimes far wiser to just say, I, I don't have an answer right now. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? I haven't gotten a chance to either like pray through that, yeah. find like actual like resources so that I get a chance to actually look at like both sides of the situation within the medical profession. Like, yeah. I'm really sorry that you're hurting right now. Do you know what I mean? But like, maybe we're talking to a patient that we are not sure about the situation they're in, or maybe it's a patient that's really angry. Our angry mm -hmm. patients, sometimes it's almost easier to try to like, 
shut them down or just like not even want you know what I mean like maybe we can't fully like understand why they're so angry or yeah. maybe like the sympathy is hard for us because we've just been you know beat on for too many hours in a shift ourselves and so I think that there's like real wisdom to say that it's okay to not have an answer and it's okay to actually even choose to not have an answer for certain topics at certain times Mm-hmm. You don't feel like don't feel pressured that you have to give an answer, and so um, I, I think that that's like a really beautiful takeaway. Well done, M, because I think that it being confident means that you often do have an answer, you do have a solution. You do. I was sitting with these students one after another. I mean, to the point that T and I were like joking at closing ceremonies of like you know another student would come up to us and they'd be like, "Can I just talk with you guys for a couple of minutes?" And we're like, "Yeah, come." come over to our <laughs> office which happens to be a park bench you know what I mean <laughs> and um and as I'm kind of trying to give them some tangible takeaways for whatever they're struggling with and a lot of them are struggling with mental health like depression or anxiety mm-hmm. or pressures there's also a space to just be like I don't necessarily need to have all the answers right like I'm talking yeah. back to Jesus and I'm just letting them be heard like I'm yes. being present being present goes very far yeah yeah, you gave me chills with that, for sure. Mm. For sure. I love it. And I hope that this was, I know these are kind of things that seem like simple conversation, um, but we hope that you feel like you, as listeners, were invited into our little office for this little blurb yes. because <laughs> honestly, it, it does seem like such simple concepts when you really break it down. But how many times we just have to take it back to the basics? I mean, we get so ahead of ourselves and our world does not help with that. So I think this was a little bit of a back to the basics conversation, but like super needed and grounding, I know, for my soul. So hopefully it was the same for all of you, whether you're driving to work or coming home or whatever it is you're doing today. Yes, we so enjoy you guys. I'm so glad that you said all of that, Em. Like, I just really – ah. There's, you're right. There are places that it's important to go back to the basics, like well said, well worded in that moment. And, um, that's what we, that's what we do in a crisis situation in the hospital too. Right. Right. We go back to basics. Right. That we just do. Like that's what you do with your assessment of your patients. That's how you prioritize, right? Like back to the basics. And so, um, yeah, here's Em and I just encouraging you that if you're in a space this week, that maybe you're feeling like your world's rocking a little bit more or you're just feeling a little bit like off kilter, um, maybe you do need to just go back to the basics. Maybe you need to just sit in a quiet space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listen, self-care, self-care, self-care. And self-care a lot of times is getting off social media. Self-care a lot of times is going away and being by yourself. Yeah. You know, like just kind of getting your own world to stop rocking and spinning for a minute. And the truth is, is like, we need that. And again, I have recognized that taking care of myself ultimately is meaning that I'm better able to take care of other people and Mm. to give them the freedom to do their own self-care as well. So that if somebody is like, I'm really sorry, I'm like boundaries, right? Healthy boundaries. So when somebody says like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be available during those times or that day doesn't work for me. Like I just need some like downtime. Good. Great. Good for you. Right. Like just cheering each other on. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm sure anyone can think of a time when that was said to them from a friend or a colleague that can't help them do this. 
um, and you've taken it as a stab. I know there's times that I have. And in those moments, looking back and reflecting, I wasn't in my best self-care space. Mm -hmm. So love what you're saying there, Meg. And I have to just share lastly for myself that I thought of you on our mission trip because one of my um, youth made me super proud. And I know I won't share who, obviously, but um, she said that we're going around and doing what we do. We did a uh, pillow powwow talk every night before bed. Oh before, my gosh! I before we prayed, it, yes, we called pillow it the pillow powwow, powwow and like we would go around and I did, I did a different question every night to every person that had to an answer, and we would and you know one person would pray us to sleep, and um, one of them said, "I've been really good." I I think the question was, "Where have you seen Jesus working specifically in your life, whether this week or?" in the past year or five years. And one of them said, I just really think that he's been honing in on me, loving myself better in order to love others better. And I just about started crying because this girl has been um, one of those that I've been praying for for that, that she really had no self-confidence and um, really always was like down herself and comparing herself and contrasting herself to others. So Mm. to hear her say that without being like told, um, Love yeah, it was that. awesome. Thank so I thought of you in that moment because I know you're always preaching that word. Um, so good. Yeah, super good. So it's so good. And um, pillow powwow, like that's going to become a new favorite for sure. Yeah. I, I completely love that. And I also just wanted to share with the new nurse family that um, the new nurse family has grown by a few as well, because obviously there were times in my talk that I was sharing about being a nurse and sharing my um, experience specifically in Haiti on the front lines of cholera outbreak. And so, um, talked about like you guys, the new nurse podcast and fam. And of course, M as my rock star co-host and what I didn't expect truthfully, I don't know why I didn't expect this M, but I didn't expect to actually be talking to any nurses in the audience. Right. And so when I, because I think I was so focused on just like, high schoolers yes but obviously the leaders there and so when I out after the first time that I got a chance to to be in front of the group there were multiple nurses that came up and were like I need to know about this podcast like tell me about this podcast like I love it one of the nurses was just like the biggest sweetheart you I mean they were they were all sweethearts honestly you would love her immensely but she literally launched um, her nursing career six months into COVID and I literally like grabbed her and like hugged her because like, <laughs> no, like I, I still can't process what that would be like to enter the profession in yeah. that space. So just yeah. know that like, that's the other thing. I mean, even we've been talking about, um, having confidence, but even when you sometimes maybe are like hard on yourself because you're newer or whatever, like there are so many of you that have entered into a space that I truly cannot imagine. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine entering the profession in such a volatile situation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I look at you guys as total heroes and rock stars. And I'm looking mm-hmm. to you. And, you know, even watching, like, we all speak to each other. It doesn't matter yeah. how many years are under our belt, whether in life or in a profession. Yeah. Like, you always, like, I mean, I got fed by these high schoolers watching the ways that they would just like run up to one another like one one kid's <laughs> kneeling in prayer they're like surrounded immediately by like 10 other kids and they're all praying for them and they're like launching themselves into your arms every day to like give you like a meaningful hug and I'm just like man we are called to be more like 
children, right? We are mm-hmm. called to be childlike in our faith. Like yeah. we are all preaching a sermon with our life to one another. Yeah. Mm. That's it. That's all I got. This is the 26 weeker of a mama's tearing up over here. So, oh my gosh, you and your hey, adorable hormones. I love it. I know. How's, how's the baby bump? How's that coming baby along? Baby bump is good. It's finally starting to show that people can see it, and I don't get like nasty looks. And people are like, I can't even tell you're pregnant. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Well, you have so, like a long torso, though. Yeah. You have that basketball body. Yes. Yeah, so, so, she's finally starting to show herself and lots Yay. of kicking. So, I love it. We're super thankful, but we are praying for you guys to go about your week and um, hope that Jesus is using something in our, in our um, chattering mouths to um, speak to your heart (laughs) and soul. So we love you all. And thanks for being here with us. And we're always here for you. Thanks for being here, guys. Absolutely. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.